Today I'm reading the book of Proverbs and it's chapter 20. And if we go to verse 4, it says, Sluggards do not plow in season. So at harvest time, they look but find nothing. This verse is very interesting because for me, I definitely experienced a season where I needed to plow and I was a sluggard at the time. I had everything ready. So the gear was ready, the land was ready, the sun, everything was perfect to plow. All the circumstances that you want as, a, as an entrepreneur for me, for instance, I had that. So I had the right team, I had the right co-founders, I had the right everything, the right mindset, the right uh, tools to build it. But instead of you know, working hard, since I've already done that before, I thought, you know what, you can take your foot off the gas pedal and chill out a bit. And then a few months later, at harvest time, I looked around, but I found nothing. And I was so used to finding so much fruit. I was used to finding a lot of fruit. But there was nothing. And that lesson was necessary for me in order to learn this because in which season are you in right now is this the season of harvesting like collecting your rewards is this the season where you can sit back and celebrate and think about all the things that you've put in and now you deserve this or is this the season where you need to grind is this the season where you need to work is this the season that you need to plan it out and put in the hours. Which season is it? So for me, I know in which season I am. I'm building. I need to be consistent. I need to do this every day. And there, this is the hard part. Whenever you feel like you are starting to become successful and you start to hit your standards, meaning in your mind you have a certain standard for yourself, and the moment that you hit that standard, most people are going to relax because they have hit their standard. They think, you know what, I thought I would achieve X amount of money. For instance, I would make $10,000 with this product. The moment you make $10,000 with that product or service that you start is the moment you subconsciously take your foot off the gas. That's what I did. So you can do two things. Number one is you can focus on having higher standards. You know, Tony Robbins also says that you don't get what you deserve, you get what you tolerate. And what you tolerate is your standard. So if you do not tolerate anything less than $10,000 a month, then you will hit the 10K a month because you don't tolerate anything less. That's your new standard. So that is one way. So you know that you can work harder. So you stay motivated because your standard is just high. And the second way is the awareness of, in, of which season you are in. And don't let the highs of life and all the friends around you and vacation time and summer don't let those things distract you from in which season you are only you know and the lord knows in which season you are
people around you might not understand. People are celebrating, people are graduating, people have a new job and they want to celebrate it with you. That's all good, but that's not your season. Only you know in which season you are currently. So don't let the highs of life distract you, but also don't let the lows of life, meaning whenever it is your time to harvest and whenever it is your time to grind and whenever it is your time to enjoy a little bit, don't let the lows of life as well come in between that. Meaning, maybe some people around you can say things like, oh, but why, you know, why are you doing all this? You should also relax a bit. Remember when Peter said to Jesus, he said, I will protect you, I will not let this happen, I will not let you die. It sounds good, right? It sounds like amazing, like he's the best friend ever. But you know what Jesus said? Jesus turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. That is crazy. So even though some people might mean well and they say, you know what? You can have more work-life balance and you shouldn't work this hard. They don't know in which season you are. So you might not say, get behind me, Satan, to them. But they don't know. And even though, just like Peter, their intentions are good and they care for you, just like my mom, like, just go to school, don't chase entrepreneurship, you should just become a lawyer or a doctor. Her intentions were pure. She wants the best for me. But she doesn't know what God has for me. She doesn't know what's in store for me. She doesn't know in which season I am. Only you know. We go to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. So if you have insight, wisdom, perspective, you can draw out water from the deep waters. Okay, then only you can let your purpose arise to the surface. So you have these deep waters in your heart and it's filled with purpose. And only inside will make sure that you can get water and let purpose arise. So that's why I know, like for me, I never chased my purpose. I was only, I didn't have the insight. I was blinded by short-term success, short-term money, and time like my perspective on time was if you don't get x amount in the first month then you're a failure or your business failed i had such high standards for myself and i still have those standards subconsciously but now i have insight and because i have insight i can see that if you are going to work on something for the upcoming 20 30 50 years then it's okay to take a few months off to think about what your purpose exactly is and plan that out and then take massive action. I am a person of action and it's hard for me. It's harder for me to do nothing than to do something. And it might sound weird because most of the world, most of the people are doing nothing and it's hard for them to do anything and take action. But for me, it's the opposite way. I need to deliberately wait and hold myself back 
in order to think things through. Alex Hormozzi has this, um, he had this video and he said, you can, you can do nothing in life or you can do nothing in life. There's a big difference between these two. Like doing nothing, that's what most people do. They just do nothing. It's easy to do nothing. You wake up and you do nothing. You watch some Netflix, you hang out with friends, you do nothing. But if you do nothing, meaning doing nothing, you can hear the difference. You know, doing nothing takes effort. It takes consciousness, awareness to hold yourself back deliberately so that you can focus on the purpose and the long-term plans that you have. So back to verse 5. The purpose of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insights draws them out. You also need to know when you do not have that insight right now, when you do not have that insight, that might be the insight. When you know and you're aware that you might not have the right wisdom right now or experience to follow your true purpose, that might be the sign, that might be the insight that you exactly needed in order to follow your purpose. Does that make sense? All right, we go to verse 6. Last one for today. I like this, by the way. It feels like Bible study with myself, with, with all of you guys, with people who might be unbelievers, but they just feel that there's this hunger for wisdom. They, wanna, they want to start that day with wisdom. They want to listen to things that has some meat on it, right? You don't want the typical... Um, type of content that you might hear everywhere like these are the five tips to do x you know it's just a random formula that people make up and i am drawing all these insights from the bible literally i have scriptures in front of me so if you have this hunger that can that can be satiated with surface level things that you see everywhere then um Welcome to the team. <laughs> Me neither. So that's why we do this. That's why I wanted to start a podcast to talk about this. Talk about Proverbs first, maybe. And then maybe another book from the Bible. But just quoting scriptures, talking about them, giving more insights to myself as well. It's more accountability to myself, this whole thing. And we'll see what happens. But I know that if you deliver value... And if you combine it with consistency and you do it with passion, then eventually opportunities will arise. So let's see where this goes. Um, but back to verse 6. Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. If I talk to like friends, old friends, peers, no one says like, oh, you know what, I I'm looking for... Like, I want to find someone who, who is not perfect. You know, no one says that. Everyone has this whole list. She needs to do this and that and X and Y and Z. And they, you know, they do not need, they don't have to, um, they ha need to have a low body count. And they need to be a virgin. And they need to be doing X. And they need to read the Bible. And they need to, no, that's what they not many people say. Not many people say, um, but they need to do. You know this whole list. And then the scripture quotes, "But a faithful person who can find, 
Meaning, no one is faithful, no one is perfect, and yet everyone claims to want that perfect wife or that perfect husband. And then everyone claims to have unfailing love. You know, many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. We all try, and this is the thing that I've learned in the past month. I've been studying marriages and relationships. And I just knew that everything that I know about marriage and relationships are based on what I've seen around me, which is not a sweet picture or something. Um, what I've seen with my parents, which can also be very, you know, distancing from each other while still being together. Uh, what I've seen with, I don't know, I think that society pours in your head that this is the standard that you need to have. And it's all based in the West on, or beauty, okay? And in the East, it's all based on socioeconomic status. So in the West, there's this Hollywood romance. If you fall in love, then you should chase that with everything and you should be irrationally in love and that is just by bio yeah biologically it is that feeling that you have when you see someone and you get excited and you start to only want to be with that person that is not love guys okay listen that is not love love happens after that first year after that first year when you actually have to put in the effort to make things work instead of everything that goes automatically so that is a huge insight for for me because I thought being in love was that feeling that you can't stop. And every time you think about a person, you get bubbly and you love that person so much that you can't stop thinking about them 24-7. And after a year, I thought, hey, these feelings are less. Maybe I'm not in love anymore. Maybe it's not meant to be. And I break up and I hop onto the next relationship. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that and I see people older people as well still jumping from relationship to relationship because they didn't have this insight that love starts after you remove those initial feelings because those initial feelings are biological right when you wake up in the morning this is going to be a very weird example for girls but for men if you wake up in the morning and you have you have a morning wood uh, it does not mean that you are aroused right you just woke up and you are healthy but still this biological thing that we have i don't know for what but you are healthy since the blood is flowing everywhere through your body you're a healthy male if you don't have it check a doctor but it's not that you have like like those feelings are uh, th those biological things are rational right and that's the same for relationships if you feel that, it doesn't mean that you are actually in love. It's just biologically it happens. So don't confuse those two. Um, and the second thing is, you know, you are not perfect either. So if you're not perfect, then why do you want this perfect wife? Why not let two imperfect people come together and you try to make it perfect together? We always look at the other, the opposite sex. And also for girls, they look, they have this whole list. My man needs to be one, one meter 80 uh, or one meter 90. Or, you know, if you're from, or six foot two and they need to have a six pack and they need to be this and that. And 
all those things. And then if you look at them, it's like, come on, where are your own standards for yourself? <laughs> so just work on, on yourself and remove all those lists that society has put into your mind because you will never find that person. That's the thing. You will never, ever, ever find that person that is perfect. But the Lord has someone for you and it will show up in your life. But if you keep this list and you hold on to that list deliberately, like a checklist in your mind, you will never find it. So remove that, remove that and let love arise. You will feel it in your spirit. So those are the three things, the three verses that I've shared today from Proverbs chapter 20. Um, let me know on Instagram. Please share it on Instagram. That's the only thing I ask. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for, I don't know, no sponsorships, nothing. Just share it on Instagram. That would be appreciated by me so much. And I will try to do this uh, every day since I want to start a morning every day with the Bible. So thanks for listening, guys. Peace out.